This is Channel 253 Sports. Hey, this is Kat Peterson. You're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders BT. Hey everybody, welcome to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. I am Steve Kettleson and we have a full house tonight. We're so very excited to have everybody back. And their damn dogs. And their damn dogs. And their damn dogs. Hey Newton, how you doing buddy? Hey, who's your mom? Oh, you can hear him in there. Hey everyone, it's Kat Peterson, I'm back. Back, back, back from her soccer coaching situation. (laughs) That is exactly what I would call it. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> We're not going to edit never edit it out. I actually do edit things out from time to yeah, time. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> That's all right. We've already gone over the things we're going to edit out. and uh, Minority Report has been issued. Hey, everybody. the Flounders BT podcast. Okay, so Kat Peterson is here. Awesome. Uh, we also have Upper Left USA. Hat wearing gentleman named. Uh, this is Nate Bowling. Hello, Nate Bowling. Welcome back to the podcast. It's good to be back. It's been a minute. It has been a little while, like four or five weeks by my estimation. That sounds about right. right Life on. is chaotic in the fall. Right on. Right on. It absolutely is for all of us. All right, Mr. Coral uh, Golf Polo. What's happening, man? That's Tim Hamilton. Tim Hamilton. Muffin top model on the Twitters. Yes. And all to right. my right. Kevin's Zemira. All right. All right. How's everybody doing this week? Uh, can we know, talk about doing okay. shirts coral or just pink? I thought it was salmon. Uh, oh, it's yeah, not it like red salmon. enough to be coral, I feel like. Yeah. Mm. But it's kind of matching his face yeah, right now. It is, for sure. <laughs> yeah, because we're all talking and, about his shirt. Yeah. It's warm. I probably have some, you know, pre-diabetes or something. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. This episode is brought to you by Wolford Brimley. Yeah, and <laughs> insulin. <laughs> Liberty Medical. We can get all your insulin testing supplies. For diabetes. All right. Well, uh, I think that's a new record for going off the rails. Minute 45. All right. Hey, Kevin, you have a docket for us. What are we going to talk about tonight? Well, let's talk about the Sounders 0-0 against Vancouver first. We're going to talk about that. There was uh, last night. We're recording this on. Sorry to cut you off. We're recording this on October 30th uh, in the midst of the Portland uh, Houston match. We hate Portland. We do hate Portland. And uh, last night, the Sounders played to a nil-nil draw against Vancouver. Yes. Um, there was an incident in which um, some Sounders fans were ejected. We're going to discuss that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to discuss the upcoming game Thursday night. Thursday, little, Thursday, Thursday. A <laughs> little preview action going on there. Um, and oh. then there's been uh, some scuttlebutt about uh, certain team heading to Tacoma. Sorry, so the, we might talk about that. Reacting, Houston we'll, just missed like just missed a beautiful header. Oh, oh yeah. And so, update: <laughs> while we're doing this, we are watching the um, Timbers Houston game in the background. So you may get some live reaction as we're doing this. There it is. No, you, I was muted. Oh, yeah, it's that's on the old channel. I yeah. could hear it in the background. Hey, there it is. There we go. All right. Okay. There's a fracas. And for the record, <laughs> twenty second minute, twenty second minute, nil nil as we okay. start now. So yes. All, okay. So Sounder zero zero, the sign. Thursday night preview. Um, there's something about some team that's going to be playing in Tacoma or something like that. Maybe yep. somebody's heard something about something. There's some news around something somewhere, yep. and by the time you hear it here, it may be in the offing. So. True. We'll let you know a little bit. All right. Let's get after it. All right. First item up for bids. Sounders, nil-nil. How do we feel about the result, first and foremost? How are we feeling about the result? You want half full or half empty version? I want your version. I want want to know what you think about 0-0. So here's the thing is 0-0 is an acceptable result. Uh, Given our history... And like going away to RSL in LA and coming back down four and mm-hmm. three goals. Oh, it's an absolute I'm, improvement. I'm ecstatic about yep. this result. No, yeah. Um, and also, there's some conditions we need to talk about. The fact that we had no Evans, no Dempsey. Yep. Uh, didn't have Alonzo able to start. Didn't have uh, your boy Svensson able to start. Yep. Didn't have, didn't have Rodriguez able to start. Morse Rodriguez. Yeah. More, like, come on. And, and so, we had to go deep into the chart tonight or last night. Yeah. So, so given, given just 
roster depletion, a number of injuries. Yep. Given our history in two-legged, uh, two-legged uh, fixtures, I am very okay with nil-nil. Would I prefer an away goal? Obviously. But like I, I will take – essentially, we advance if we win 0-0 or win. So just win the damn game. All right. I like it. What else? Cat Peterson, respond. I kind of feel the same way. Like, I don't feel bad about it. I feel like that uh, way goal is, makes things, like, a little nicer. Dodgy. Mm-hmm. But, like, hey, 0-0 zero, zero could be a lot worse. I feel like it sets up pretty good for playing at home on Thursday. So I'd like to talk about the obverse of that coin, which is away goals make things really hard for us uh, this coming Thursday. Because true. if there's a single away goal, we then have to nail two. That's true. All we got to do is win. Yep. If, if, if win the game. Yep. If we tie at all, zero zero tie forces overtime. Mm-hmm. Any other tie, anybody scores, we're screwed. No, yep. no we're not screwed. We're at home against yep. no, a lower no, no. seed. No, well, and that's what the I think. Right. Tiebreaker. Like sure. One one. They I, get the away goal. Like, two two. They get the away goal. Much in the way that I believe, if the U.S. could not beat effing Trinidad and Tobago, they don't belong in the World Cup. If you cannot beat a third place Vancouver team at home starting zero zero, then that's we don't deserve it. If we if we do that though, if that happens, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt a lot. To get beat by two Cascadia, you know, the two times we've met them. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Yeah. That's gonna hurt a lot. Not at our own home. Not to even get to the conference final. So I feel like we're playing with house money. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I think so too. We're, we're the defending champions, and we're out again. Jordan Morris, we're out. We're out. Clint Dempsey, Brad Evans. Like, if you sit down and look at who Dempsey are, should be back, though, right? Sure. I, he, okay. He was out this game. But if you sit down and look at like what our best eleven is, and think about how few of them we actually had, like Delim is our fifth defensive midfielder, mm-hmm. and he started a playoff game. Yep. Like, if, if you go out with your fifth string defensive midfielder. And play, and you get a result. The Vancouver yeah. Whitecaps away, and you don't surrender a goal. Take it. Let's go. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you know the other side of that coin again. Flipping it over is that we do have depth, we do have quality, and it's an away goal. It's it's an away result rather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I mean. Yeah, I'm I taking know. more. I think I had positives. a better point there. I'll think about it for a second. Well, so, can yeah. we talk about the actual game itself? Yeah, I'm I'm taking way more positive than negative. Oh, yeah, that was my yeah, point. Yeah, go, get into the so game. So many goals, so many goal opportunities, so yeah. much woodwork, so much. Yeah, Nate, get into the game or cat. So much flash dancing from New Who. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, I, like I couldn't not watch him and not hear. And see Kevin Bacon dancing through the bar. And I, thought, I was like, his like legs were like up in the air, and then he injured himself because, of course, what are you doing? But did he though? I think I'm wondering if it was cramps management or cramps or just I don't know because he went up in the middle, like right in front of the goal, top of the 18, like almost like he's. Legs were up over his head, and then like fell down, and I was like, "Oh god!" But then he he, he did as soon as he got off the field, he got up and kind of got back in. Yeah, and then he yeah. hurt himself again, and then but he was fine. We didn't have any more subs by then. Yeah, so we had used all subs. Kind of had to use. Speaking of, but there wasn't anyone to put in defense anyway. So right. I was gonna say, speaking of, well, yes, we might have been able to put Joven back down. To well, left, that's what they had been saying too, right? I think they finished the game doing that, but uh, yeah. we 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 I don't know what. What Chad Marshall's status is, but uh, he was. Yeah, that's, yeah, he that's came out. far that more sucks. concerning to me. Um, Voluntarily. If we go with Alfaro and Torres. Hmm. Or Svensson. Svensson and Torres. Where did Svensson end up getting slotted last night? He was. Center back. Yeah. He, well, he moved to center back. Yeah. When, I'd rather when see Marshall Svensson there than Alfaro. And oh, I'm for not sure. A terribly huge. Yeah. If there's a way, yeah. yeah. Honestly, if there's a way they could do a, a, a stopper sweeper instead of a, a back four, yep. that way. Svensson doesn't have to worry about bringing down all the headers, and then he can do the distribution and then channeling people to the left and to the right. And yeah, yeah I, I mean, we got the standard. Uh, he'll be fine. He's a tough kid. At the, <laughs> after yeah. the game, first thing as soon as I heard yeah. that in the interview, oh, he's just a little dinged up. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I took way more positives, like the the body language, the yep. attitude, mm-hmm. um, just. The only way Vancouver was going to score is off a counterattack, and I loved how Seattle would drop off and let them mm-hmm. possess and it made them so uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when Vancouver had opportunities for counterattacks, 
Um, it wasn't very clean. Seattle was able to either break it up or foul to stop them. And it just gave me a lot of confidence that, okay, that's not going to be an issue. Counterattacks, I'm of the belief that you should not lose to an inferior team that defends and counters. Sorry. No. (laughs) That's a hot take on my opinion there, Nate. No, no, no. Timbers keeper came out um, Uh for a ball. And basically, so if you're rewatching the Portland game around the 29th minute, keepers come out for for a ball, um, competing at the top of the 18. That's a big. Yeah, it's a big risk. And I like how the the Houston player, I can't see who it is, just like shrugged him off. Like, Anson, get off me. (laughs) Sorry, Kev, you were saying. No, it's fine. Um, I'm just a believer that you shouldn't lose to an inferior team that defends and counters. They're waiting for you to make a mistake. Um, Play solid. Play fine. Um, you'll be okay. The Sounders were focused. They they really never look ever in danger of giving up a goal. Um, so I, I, I feel really good about them coming home and really employing the same tactics and I think getting a goal at home. I, I think you'll see a, a lot more chances. Um, they can do the exact same setup and I think they'd be okay because they'll be better off. They'll have Svensson or Alonzo in there instead of Jordy. I am not Michael Carrick Dellum in that <laughs> center midfield role. His like, first five touches were five giveaways. He gave it oh. away, got it back, and then instantly gave it away again. Yeah. Yeah. We we frankly looked more dangerous than them on the attack. Sure. Yeah, and, I thought so too. And I had a Absolutely. lot of concerns about Kendall Waston going into the game. And he was his impact was minimal. He had a sweet clearance off of his own crossbar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was that like, was man, awesome. Just a couple inches shorter. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think you look at the team's reactions when the game's done in a zero zero, and you know who the winner is. Yeah, Seattle was way happier with it. Yeah, Wait, they're, they're fine. They're confident. I, I was yeah. like, we're okay. Boston's only Boston's only contribution was height. I mean, he's just a big dude. And then was he? He, wasn't he almost the one that was scored for us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought it was Washington at first that was trying to rough up Christian Roldan early in the first half. It might have been. Ch- Ch- we are yeah. we are currently experiencing um, VAR. Our our group's favorite moment in soccer these days. I hate <laughs> VAR so much. So, hey, I heard an interesting. But if it gives you um, a penalty, is it okay? Anecdotal it. stat. Anecdotal stat. I was speaking to a friend who may or may not have some knowledge about these things. And he said that they review, VAR reviews, around 12 to 13 plays a game. Like, they're constantly reviewing. Did you see who VAR was reviewing. last night, by the way? So, Geiger. Anyway, they... Yeah. Sounds are there, too. I mean, they're doing a ton of work. So... I, uh, we've, we've, we've had this conversation too many times already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it stinks, and I don't like it. No, it's great, and it's perfect. It's not. I'm just teasing you. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> just looked at you like, what? what? Uh, can we talk about the other thing that happened during the match last night? Yeah. I mean, well, um, God, I, I thought I had one more question about sure, the sorry. sound. Oh, here's my question about Sounders 0 for you. Okay. It seems like we feel okay generally with the result. Yep. Um, did you feel like the Sounders were setting up to get a goal? Did you feel like they were they were that's what they were interested in? Because I've seen some scuttlebutt online about like, man, it looked like they went there for the draw. I, I think uh. that they were playing a very opportunistic brand of soccer, mm-hmm. where if a goal was available, uh, they were going for it. But they were not pursuing the attack against a team that was looking to counter, mm-hmm. and that would have been foolish, right? Well, that, that's and what that's wanted. what I was gonna say. I think they were a little bit more reserved. Yeah, yeah. like conservative without with sending like defenders forward or mm-hmm. like. Put like pressing too high with the defense, which I think is fine because then you don't get scored on. So you don't get both countered. teams line up at their own yep. eighteen and then just launch balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, like that missile defender game. <laughs> yeah, it always. I asked just because um, it, it drives me nuts when people try to say that a professional coach either doesn't have a plan or isn't trying to score or isn't trying to win. Like they're only trying to draw. Like. They're professionals. Of course, they're trying to win. Yeah. Of course, they're trying to score goals. Well, like, and, you may not like the plan, but. And is the best way to win this series to go out and be stretched out and get countered in pursuit of a goal in the first leg? Yeah. Especially, of course especially not. when you're like, not weak, but like you're vulnerable because yeah. you don't have all your top yeah. 11 And starters. for the record, that's exactly what Siggy did. Yeah. Well, yeah, against I was just LA about Salt Lake to say, City. That's what we've done in the past. That's and so from exactly the exactly department the of lessons learned, yep. nice job, Brian Schmetzer, yeah. now win the game at home. Well, that's my thing. Schmetzer's coached tens of thousands of soccer games. I think how to win games is so second nature to him. Yeah. 
and how to how to move on to the next round is so second nature to him. I don't think he even thinks twice about it. I will say this: uh, there was a lot of hope from uh, our thread about Ladero being central and that changing mm-hmm. his play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all right. He played better at the eight than he did as the ten. I guess. Well, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't disagree. What are the weapons you have next to you? I mean, I, I also fair. I, I, Dempsey Go to war with draws. The army you have is that what you're saying? Dempsey is is the the uh, the football equivalent of the the wide receiver that you always put you know you put the safety on that side or you put the uh, the extra DB on you double team and that creates everyone creates more room but nobody was afraid of ruin and honestly I forgot he was on the field half the time yeah it's it's it actually reminds me of Lamar Nagel a couple years ago when he scored like nine goals whatever it was basically every goal he scored was when Dempsey and Oba were on the field <laughs> drawing four defenders and then Nagel's like whoop yeah. you get that when, single coverage right and when Dempsey and Oba, <laughs> Dempsey and Oba are out and uh, Nagel was expected to carry the load like he wasn't he couldn't do it and that's not who he is hmm. S- speaking of he came in late in the game um I I don't start Clint Dempsey. We've been saying that. Hmm. I've never start Clint in this game. Dempsey. No, no, in in this game I I hmm. if Vic Rod can't go, I would be pretty intrigued to see what a Nagel to the right, Ladero central, ship left attack looks like or if Vic Rod can go bring in Vic Rod for ship. So thinking about the the two games prior to this, if you do you if you start Dempsey, do you also start Bruin? Is that pairing effective in any way? Is that actually doing something for us the way they can kind of well, shift? Here's the deal: is if you're starting south on the field, if you're starting Dempsey, that means you're playing Ladero outright, right? And you're playing Dempsey Central. Right. Yep. And so if the question if your question is, do I want Dempsey Central and Bruin up top, or mm-hmm. Ladero Central and Bruin up top? I would rather have the latter over the former. Okay. I'm thinking Dempsey and. Both. For the sole purpose of keeping uh, keeping Lyrdom home, keeping uh, can't I've said his name wrong so many times. Tolo, it's keeping Tolo home. So if we do have Dempsey and Ladero up top, and they do happen to turn it over, we have defense behind us. But if we're pushing up Ladero, uh, excuse me, we're pushing up Lyrdom and Dempsey and and Ladero tend not to play a whole lot of defense. Then we could really get countered. Well, if if, if Lyrdom's bombing up the side of the field, then Ship has to be dropping back into that gap and covering that gap. But in my lineup, Ship's on the left, and so if you're going to have Lyrdom bombing up and down the right hand side, then you need Ship on the right, and we have a hole now in left midfield. And so I, I don't. Here, so one thing I, I I love about MLS is the access that we get, like players and everything else. The the lack of coverage on injuries is really frustrating to me. Yeah, like I don't know the Rod status. Are we just saying Morse is out for the season at this point? Uh, well, I think they said he will probably not be available. He's he's like game time decision for this Thursday leg. Okay, but everybody else is is in or out. Uh, Rodriguez Clark say we haven't heard Rodriguez say anything or. Oh snap! Oh, <laughs> why are you dribbling? The keeper is just. What are you, where are you dribbling to? Uh, attack that ball! What, attack that ball! What minute are you guys? Thirty seventh minute. Okay. The keeper like came out to I never seen so many touches. Thirty yards out. Like you are like n- dribbling the ball. That's you, like fourth grade dribbling too. Oh, well, it's, it's a keeper. I'm sorry. We if, have gloves for if a reason. If your keeper's exactly. dribbling t- ten yards north of the 18 yard box, press that sob. Oh yeah. And then when they ditch it to the defender in the middle, someone should pressure there because your keeper's not in the goal. All you have to do is win mm-hmm. the ball, slot yep. it in. Mm. Sorry, the dogs are humping behind me. I knock think. him down. Uh, Kev, you've got notes. Yeah, I, you got me thinking with your don't starting Dempsey. And I, I I don't disagree with you that soccer-wise, there's a better lineup with Dempsey as a sub. Um, my concerns are... Walk us through it. You have it yeah, right my, my concerns are, are twofold. Um, not that there's not a better lineup without him on the field. I, I just wrote off the top of my head a better lineup without him on the field starting. My concern is that... Um, playing that card early in the playoffs and if it backfires the fuck were you doing Schmetzer Schmetzer um, out yeah. <laughs> yeah and then um, even if it works road. sorry Joseph up top even if it works um, what does that do to and I hate way. using this term because it's so overplayed but I think everybody knows what it means um, so what does that potentially do to team chemistry sure. and the locker room? Right. I hate those two terms. Oh, we're not talking but, about the dog. But I on the think they no, but I think they make sense. 
Um, you love dog on the hind legs. Well, and, and hear me. Um, I'm, I'm not saying you don't play Dempsey. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Let yeah. him come in the 65th minute. Yeah. And, and then he's and, got 35 minutes to make something happen. And I don't disagree with that. Or Although, fractions. I think taking into account um, playing that card early and having it backfire, I, I think that's probably in the back of Schmetzer. Just, he's not cute. Schmetzer doesn't get cute, right? He's not. He's like, let's keep it simple. We're not going to mess around. This is how you win a game. Go do that. Focus on that. And that's why I think you saw the Sounders team that you saw. They were fine. It was 0-0. Yeah, it would have been great to get a goal, but they were not going to disrupt the game plan. They were confident in what they were doing. They were keeping it simple. And I just think that's a Schmetzer type thing. He's going to keep it simple and straightforward. Yep, he's and a I small think ball he, guy. I think he thinks he can get through Vancouver and then either Portland or Houston with Dempsey starting. And then I think that when you get to Toronto, and because I that's probably who we're going to play, right? If you get to either Toronto or any other top team out of that East, we're going to have to do a ton of defending. And I think when you look at how are we going to counter any one of those teams in a one-game setup, you're going to look at putting Dempsey up top to produce some sort of magic. Tim, you don't have a speedster that you can put in that individual um, forward role. So while I I don't I, like I can't disagree with just from a pure soccer aspect of not starting Dempsey, I can't disagree with it. Well, I, I just my I'm like, is, what is better? So let's yeah. say you're down a goal. Yeah. What is better than having the greatest living American goal scorer come in the game? Yeah, I don't oh, disagree with it. Really. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at Bruin up top, Jones on the left, Vicrod on the right, Ladero central, Svensson and Roldan holding, or Ozzy holding, depending on some injuries here or there, right? And you can even push Roldan up a line, okay? Well, That's all better than Dempsey in that yeah. hole. Tolo on the left, Leardham on the right, Marshall Torres or Svensson in that center back role. All, all those are fine. Like, I... I'm never going to say the Sounders have a best 11. The Sounders have like a best 13, a best 14. Situational. Yeah, it's very situational. And I can easily see that 12, 13 top players that you might start here or there, not including Dempsey. And I agree, like you bring him off the bench, like, oh, holy crap. I think teams are going to go, oh, crap. We got to take in, We got to take into account this guy. Well, I just want to remind so. us all of the, the other side of not starting Dempsey means you're not asking Will Bruin to play 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm also down for that. I'm just gonna mm -hmm. remind us also of uh you can always bring in um the biggest winger in the league. <laughs> oh, no, We've no, got the no. biggest winger in it's the league. Um, away yeah. at Portland. Yeah. Uh this year when we brought Dempsey didn't start. You're not in charge of what's on my podcast, buddy. I, <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna sing the wiener song in my presence. <laughs> I'm on your dumb pun. <laughs> hey guys, Steve thinks you're dumb, and Steve has a song he wants to sing about having the biggest winger in the league. But he says winger kind of funny, so he's saying wiener. He wants to make a wiener joke. There you go. I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you were saying uh, bringing in Dempsey Lee. Just sorry. If you if you start if you start Bruin, play Bruin for the first sixty sixty five. Bring in Dempsey at sixty sixty five. Um, you get, you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting Bruin, who can run more. He's he'd have to save anything, and you're getting Dempsey coming in hungry, trying to prove everybody wrong. Well, speaking of Dempsey, this could be the last sixty minutes of his career if it doesn't go well. Not wrong, because he did. He he got sent off because he was being a, a whatever. He was being Clint Dempsey. He's being Clint Dempsey. Yeah. Yeah, the I just Kobe Bryant. When, when you play with a bull, sometimes you get the horns, right? Yeah, again, I I don't disagree with the soccer aspect. I just don't think you win playoff games by changing things all of a sudden. I yeah, think that's I think pro true. guys like uh, professional players, I shouldn't say guys. I think professionals and higher level players, they like their patterns, they like to know, they like to routine. Um, yeah, they like to know Lucky what to socks. expect and what's going to happen and this is how I do my routine and wait, why are you changing this? Yeah. I think throws wrinkles into it. I don't think Dempsey would like throw a hissy fit if he didn't start i don't think it like completely throws everything out of whack well because i just do the don't know why you change like i think you can beat vancouver and portland or houston with him starting and i think schmetzer's not a cute guy i think sure. it just goes this is what we're doing let's do it so i would just say really briefly though the reason why you do it is your best chance to win isn't having somebody my age play 90 minutes but, but he doesn't have to play 90 minutes because what if you do the opposite? Start him and then bring Bruin bring in, Bruin in yeah. 60 minutes. If we get a goal or get two, it's a good we're question. going to make this team that only counters chase us around. And yeah. we are a possession-based team. Yeah. We are a team that can play with a lead. We just don't have it all the time. So what's Dempsey's record on closing 
winning goals and what's Bruins record on closing winning goals? I don't, I don't know. I just struggle with stuff like that in the playoffs. <laughs> I, I think, I think, um, yeah, Reed Valdez, say, yeah, 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 sure. I'm not sure about sure. Rodriguez, so I, I can't count on him to play. But I would put probably Bruin up top, Dempsey back at the ten, and then uh, for a late game, you, you're going to have to bring an Aussie at some point, right? Bring an Aussie, mm-hmm. and then that'll push Roldan a little bit higher to one of the the outside mid or the center. Yeah, and I bet Aussie starts, and I bet Svensson, you know, depending on Marshall, starts at center back or comes off the bench. Yeah, there's too many moving parts right now. We don't know. It depends. It depends. But I I could see Aussie starting next to Roldan. I could see Svensson instead of Marshall. I guess Marshall and and Rodriguez are the keys that... Like, if you're down, let's say you're down a goal late or you're 1-1 late and you're like, Five minutes left, and Marshall's yeah. still on the bench. Go, Marshall, freaking up front. Go, I mean, we're serving everything in your head. Or Torres, too. Sure. It's, Bring in Marshall and then shove Torres up front. He's a very large Tim gentleman yeah. That, can, yeah. that can put service sure. in from but, out but, wide. I don't disagree with that. He you'd still want like, like a winger. Yeah, you'd still want somebody else back there. But if you could bring Marshall in as well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, I, I feel really, I was fine with the 0 0. I'm looking at Marshall being out sucks. Like, if he's out long-term, that sucks. That's a huge issue. Yeah. It's a big but, deal. Yeah. Anyway. It, he's it, a tough kid. It, he's a little dinged up, so he'll be yeah. available in January. Yeah. I hadn't thought about the uh, no Dempsey starting question, though. That's interesting. You got you got to reach pretty far to figure out the why not. So, Vancouver, who do we have to shut down? Are they just going to hoof the ball up to Freddie Montero and see what happens? Yeah. We got a sure. listener request on, on talking about who we're up against. Lost mm. in set pieces. Yep. Oh God! That's basically the the threat, right? What was the name of the gentleman that uh, put the ball in the top corner where you put a postage stamp? Is that Tachera? Yeah, mm-hmm. Tachera. Oh God! Don't, that ball! Yeah, don't get that me. ball! Whew. Whew. Don't like, let him do that. Upper ninety with bend. Mm-hmm. Keeper did not stand a chance. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kid like five feet tall? They're all yeah, the way five feet tall. One. He's like so <laughs> little. And Brecce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except oh, for Sideshow Bob Brecce, friggin'. Goofy as ever. And Vancouver's scrappy. They keep a ball in the box. By the way, Breck Shea's still in the league. <laughs> Breck, I said this <laughs> on our thread. Breck Shea had a trial at Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> was he found guilty? <laughs> <laughs> he was He he was let go on a mistrial. <laughs> Get that out of here. If I wasn't watching the game, I'd play the reggae horn right now. But I'm watching the game. <laughs> I need a soundboard. Uh do we want to talk about the in-stadium protests? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, please. Okay. Uh, so, so do, talk about what had happened. Uh, dear friends of ours from the Emerald City supporters went to Vancouver uh, with this banner that has been sh- held up in Seattle that basically is a statement of common sense and decency. It says, uh, against fascism, against, ra- against racism, always Seattle. And that seems... Like a safe message to me. If if you can't say if you can't make that statement in public in North America, then like we've lost. That should be a, a that should just be on the wall. That that should be like a no turn on red. That should be common sense. Well, and so the version of the story that I've read is that stadium security was told by MLS to be on the lookout for political things, political tifo <laughs> and whatever. And so stadium security acted on MLS's behalf and had them removed from the stadium. Mm-hmm. But I have a couple questions about this. I do too. One, when security walks up that railing and says, you and you out, and you're sitting there and you let that happen, like I, I, I say this, I sit in 124 and I have a scarf that says anti-racist, on, sorry, against racism on one side and against fascism on the other side. And I've held up the last few games <laughs> And if security approaches me, uh, I will not go quietly. And if security approaches me and you let me go out, uh, <laughs> I'd go to jail. Probably. Yeah, you're, you're not you're not a good ally. And so I don't know. Like, there's a lot of progressive Seattle glad handing about like the situation at the Hawks game yesterday with like the Texans. So like, I don't okay, know. oh, the Texans protesting. So f- for what the, happened? For the record, uh, the Texans owner basically said what we all know is true: that the reason why they need to crack down on the players is that they can have the inmates running the prison. So yeah, he said that. Snap. He said yeah, that. He said that. What the heck? He said that yeah. on wax. 
yeah. that we can't have the inmates running the prison, not the asylum, the prison. And, and there's s- a lot of vacillating on on you know Twitter and social media and the media, the mainstream media that oh well, that's obviously not what he really meant. What the he fucking said, he said exactly what he meant. Yeah, right. yeah. It so was really that live matter. or did he click send he, on something? He said that on right? wax, like an interview. Oh. Would, so here's the thing: is in response, a bunch of Texans players kneeled, and a bunch of Seahawks fans applauded them for kneeling. Great. As they should. Great. But, yep. So it's one thing to stand up for celebrities and for athletes on the field. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to stand up for your fellow supporters. And it's another thing to stand up within ECS for fellow ECS members. Well, and mm-hmm. it's, it's standing up for another human being who is like doing the right thing. And so like, my, my question to it. the traveling support is, is like, I, and so I, so I, I don't know. But I saw a couple. The traveling response was to sit down in the stands. Okay. And the traveling supports response in the Twitter thread about it was, we stand behind you, you know, Tom and Heather. And I saw a few tweets afterwards like, hey, we screwed up. We should have left. I got to be better next time. Which, fair enough, but I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Do we have any uh, thoughts or on on what the response is going to be or what it could be on Thursday in stadium, Kat? I mean, I I don't know. Oh, I, I, I didn't mean to single you out. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Like, I was just thinking about that, that like Harvard test where it's like, are you racially biased? And, it, right. and like basically like the longer you consider mm-hmm. and like and I kind of think about that. And it's like either you respond in that moment, because if you have to sit and think about whether you respond, like I feel like that's that's an answer. right? That's there. your answer. Yeah. yeah. Like you either respond or you don't respond. By the way, um, nil nil at halftime. And apparently, there's like three Timbers players Portland that are Houston. dead. <laughs> they're just dead. <laughs> they're just landing a helicopter so, on the. Do we know uh, what the plan is for Thursday at CenturyLink? It's not like CenturyLink has been like super hospitable to. I think be it nice has everything. And I think and the sta- I think the stage is set for something. I don't know what that something is. There has been some strong consideration from ECS leadership as to what it is they're going to do, whether that extends beyond T-shirts or uh, you know a larger banner or whatever. I think remains to be seen. And um, you know I I don't know how uh, other than boycotting a match. In the playoffs, that plays out. I will be in section 124, yep. row J, seat one. Yep. I will have my against racism flag. Sorry, against racism scarf. I yep. will kneel during the anthem, and you're welcome to join me. I'll be in 120G, wearing my... Um, wearing my uh, Please don't wear the Kaepernick jersey. <laughs> Please do not wear the Kaepernick Fine. jersey. I don't want to fight somebody tonight Fine. or that night. Fine. But... I will be standing in kneeling in solidarity, and I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. uh, In that setting. I know what I can do outside that setting. My initial feeling is to always fight people, and I don't think that's necessarily the correct response. So I was like, is she going metaphorical with this? No, and I mean legitimately just fight people. So if you have money and would like to bail me out of jail, Mm -hmm. please contact me at Mm -hmm. CM underscore Uh, Peterson. Kat will put her money where her mouth is in this case. She'll put her body in the way of... We're going to have a Chipotle night. (laughs) Raise money money for Kat. Too soon. Uh, One thing I'll add is is that there's been... You hinted at it, Kevin. There's been issues at CenturyLink Field with Staff Pro. Mm -hmm. Uh, I posted about that and somebody from the Sounders organization reached out to me about that and so hmm. since I know that they listen or at least follow interesting um, I just I suggest you tread lightly on so Thursday. will you be able to get your scarf in as long as it's not in a clear plastic bag oh god <laughs> wait it <laughs> had to be in a clear plastic oh, bag oh is that what it is I, I get confused so what do you mean hold on what do you mean what tread, you lightly? tread lightly yes that was my question uh, I, so if if you want to approach your customers and tell their customers, your customers, that they cannot express feelings against racism and against fascism, then, like, okay, so be it. But, like, there's going to be consequences. How is and this I'm even, not, you're not how asking is this even a fucking no, 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 question? No, 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 yeah, how I know, is this like, even like, a why question? Is it, why do I how? have to be nervous about being what anti-racist? Do you mean? No, no, right. like, I just I'm don't, not saying fans no, 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 lightly. No, 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 I'm no, saying I'm staff saying, pro. Thank you no, for I'm clarifying saying, that. I'm saying I have to, like, worry about whether I'll get kicked out of a game because I'm not a racist or, like, because I'm saying people shouldn't be racist. Well, here's Or fascist. There's, like, the outrageous thing to me that it's not okay to be... 
somewhere in New York City, there's a Mark Ass non-ally at MLS headquarters who was calling teams up and saying, hey, you've got to get a handle on this. And so, like, I don't know if that's Andrew Wiebe's, like, doubles, double, you know, assistant, or if it's Simon Borg himself or whomever. <laughs> but I'm, where's the lie, fam? No, you ain't. There's, you ain't lying. There's no. somebody at MLS headquarters who is making Simon phone Borg, calls no. to teams saying, you need to squash this. And what you're saying essentially is. I'm going to need you to um, put a put a, put a a damper on that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like, like, you are asking us to cease and desist in our support for people's GD humanity. They were talking about, I was trying to find the article, but there's a great article about how the NBA has really done a fantastic job of um, understanding who its players are and allowing them to be who they are and mm-hmm. and speak out politically based on who they are. They're not perfect. The NBA is not perfect. Um, and there was a spectrum built and it was like, okay, you got the NBA on one side, and you've got Major League Baseball way the hell on the other side. And then the NFL was kind of in the middle, but leaning towards the MLB. And now the NFL is getting closer and closer to the MLB. And they're like, NBA gets it. Now, that now still, NFL is a juggernaut. They yep. still get more fans for a Sunday night football game than the NBA pulls in for a you know game four, game five, game six of an NBA Finals. But... But NBA is picking up steam. And I just was like, man, you know, the MLS has got an opportunity here. They yes. really have an opportunity here to grab some market share and say, look, we know who our players are too. And we know who make up our fan bases. And they want to speak out against racism and they want to speak out against fascism. Let's let them do and, that. And it's Let's not like the sign that. say well, impeach Trump or the no. sign say repeal the Second Amendment or the sign say, right. no. you know, like and it, they're not violent or derogatory. They're not saying like well, down with these types of right. people or whatever. Well, two, even. two points. Philadelphia had a TIFO that had Captain America punching a Nazi. And how does the MLS have the this this apparently weak, empty, symbolic uh, don't cross the line? Mm-hmm. OK, so. Oh, God. So don't cross the line is they're just proving that is basically corporate marketing speak platitudes platitudes yep. made yep. to placate people that well, actually have no real meaning and no real sincerity and that's why I brought it up because it's not like oh you should do this because it makes marketing sense is a great argument it's a bullshit argument like hey you should do this to grab market share is not some sort of moral argument to do it that's like the worst reason to do it but it's still a better fucking thing to do than to kick people out of a game right. The thing to do is to let people speak out for what's right, and they should do that. And, and the idea that like some fan in Omaha or in Enumclaw, for that matter, is sitting there at home and yeah. sees an against racism sign in a game between Seattle and effing Vancouver, and then goes, "Well, that's ridiculous." Like, <clears throat> so three things for me: one, NBA, mm-hmm. not exactly a model student. No, didn't they just recently? No, they're within not within the past three weeks issue a statement from the president of the NBA saying there will be no kneeling at a game. Full stop. I don't know if they did. And I, I said the caveat. Yeah, they're not perfect. Two. They're not. Yeah. They're just one can, side of the spectrum. They are one side. They're on the other side of the spectrum. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. And they're better because of their fan base, because of the, uh, the I would say, the... Um, just the historical, uh, the historical arc around inclusion. That well, and NBA the players taken. don't wear don't wear helmets; they're recognizable, and they have longer careers. And they have longer careers, and the quarterbacks aren't primarily white. Bum 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 bum. Right. I no argument from me. And third, I forget what the third thing is. The third thing is I can I know what I can do. I can stand. I can kneel. I can wear as much Antifa equipment and stuff that I can. But more importantly, if I see somebody in the stands that is being harassed by security around wearing that, 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 wearing that gear or holding a sign or saying something to security or being approached by security, I can support that person physically, verbally. And being present in the moment to witness what happens and report to other people what happens and be a witness to the bullshit 
that is happening in the stadium. If Major League Soccer wants to put itself in a position of kicking fans out of games in order right. to stand up against racism, then like so be it. I've had tickets since 09, yep. but I, I don't have to. Yep. Mm-hmm. There are other alternatives. So, Steve, just to clarify, uh, Adam Silver said there is a rule that's been a part of the NBA rulebook for a uh-huh. while that says um, players will stand for the anthem. Um, uh-huh. And when asked about it, Adam Silver said, if such a situation arises where a player doesn't, then it would be dealt with. And so that can mean a lot of things. That seems like a tacit threat. No, I don't think that's how he said it. It's that Adam Silver says such a situation will be dealt with if it would be dealt with if it arises. Well, there was the. Uh, you, could, you could take that a lot of different ways. Like, ah, we'll deal with it. NBA, but yeah. the WNBA, uh-huh. yeah. the girls. The, the women stayed in the locker room for the sure. national anthem. Which no, they is also, not a, no, They also so, note last season. Well, and that's what I'm saying, though, is like, maybe they don't care because no one's watching the WNBA is yeah. their opinion. But well, like, they don't seem to be punishing them. Mm-hmm. So, as many people watch WNBA as MLS. If you look at the ratings. Yeah. yeah. That's right, Tacoma. Taco Man is on the lookout for amazing tacos in Tacoma. Our mystery hero digs into the best tacos with amazing guests, starting with the cast and producers of your favorite Channel 253 podcasts. Check it out at channel253.com. Channel253.com, offering the best audio in Tacoma. Taco Man, no tortilla is safe. I'm Taco Man. All right. Um, so, so hopefully Thursday, then the we, game's all we, about soccer. Yeah, hopefully yep. it is, and hopefully there's no, nothing stupid about kicking somebody out for a sign of common sense. Staff pro, right? Staff pro Seattle. But let's talk about Thursday night. Can we still hate Canadians? Oh, God, you can hate Canadians, Canadians all you are, want. They're so nice, though. They're much better people than we are. They have yeah. health care. Sometimes healthcare. it takes longer to get it, but. Nobody has to pay $150,000 for a knee replacement. No hey, one's going bankrupt because but of medical screw bills. screw them for kicking us out of a game for having a sign that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So if you get so well, we don't and, like I them now. and I don't care for their soccer team, so who cares? So what are we thinking about Thursday night when the Dirty Canadians come south? Dirty. 3-1 Dirty to the good. Canadians. Yeah. I was going to go 3-0, but I like 3-1 three three too. Yeah. How do you think those goals are going to come? Uh, the ball will approach. Stop it. <laughs> I was going to say the same <laughs> thing. No, I... I do set pieces, free kicks, run of play, backdoor tap-ins. I think we I get think an early goal. Katie. Oh, are we going? I thought we were going back okay. farther than that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Dirty Canadians coming south on mm-hmm. Thursday. How do we feel about that? What do we think the result's going to be? 3-1. 3-1. That's odd. I also think 3-1. Why are you taking Kat's prediction like that, Nate? I'm appropriating it. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> well done. Um, I, so here's, here's what I see. I see early goal by Ladero. I see uh, Leardom opening his account for the first time. And I see Clint Dempsey, the substitute, getting the third goal. I'm going to call one off a set piece off of uh, Torres. Okay. What are Twin Powers active? Well, I'm seeing a commercial on the, the show. Still half time. Oh, it's halftime. Okay. That's I don't know usually we what they do. They run time. commercials. That's the only chance they do to, <laughs> to run. Again, we're watching the game in the background. We are Sorry. watching the game. I, I saw, I, for some reason, I thought we had bullshit for so long, the second half had passed yeah. us Steve, already. Steve's got two hands up, and I wasn't sure exactly <laughs> what he wanted to accomplish. Like two, but it looks like I'm also giving him binoculars. Anyway, goal Kat, predictions. You were on a prediction there. 3-1. Oh, I just said that, so... We, saw, we were talking about who would score them or when they'd score them. I said, I can see one coming off of the top of Torres's head or somewhere off his body mm-hmm. on a set piece. So set piece wins. Get up in there. I think okay. someone needs to uh, to have their uh, Valdez moment. Like they maybe open up their checking account today or their their goal scoring account. Kelvin Leardum. Leardum's already scored. But I think I think Yolo has to. Uh, oh, Yolo's gonna oh, Yolo's gonna God. flash dance it. In if there. he just shoots <laughs> from the <laughs> fifty. <laughs> From the four, yeah, forty yard bomb finally goes in. He's got forty yard range. Uh, 
He does. Yeah, who keeper else? comes off the line or something like that, and he's like, "Oh, look who, at if that!" Yolo, who hasn't scored? Who if hasn't Yolo scored? scores a forty-yard bomb, that, I mean, there's no roof at CenturyLink, but it's yeah. coming off. Yeah, yes. another, another beast, beast blow, We'll put one on to up. take it off again. Yeah, exactly. Um, Svensson hasn't scored in a really long time. He could pull one up. I, I see an early goal. I see um, Bruin getting on the end of a cross early, and I think yep. then. Vancouver's really gonna have to try to, to you know, push. yeah, I think Take they do. Advantage. I yeah, I think they that's when they start to crack and they start to make some yeah. mistakes, and that's where I think Vancouver's- Seattle gives them even more possession and it screws them up even more. I think we probably pick some things off in their end, yeah, um, uh, get a few turnovers in there, cause some problems. I think you start to see Waston struggle a little bit um, with some movement from hopefully Vicrod's playing. But I think Ladero, Jones, those guys are going to start to really cause them problems. I could see Jones getting loose and, and causing a lot of problems and picking guys out. I could see 2-0 at half, 3-1 final. Well, I expect to win. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm going into this match expecting to win. Yeah. I'm worried about not winning. I'm worried about the away goal uh, rule. I am a lot less worried about uh, attacking. I think we're going to be a lot less conservative on the uh, on the on the on the home leg. Steve, you are uh, a worry wart on leg. this one. I am. You I'm are, a little bit of a worry wart, but I'm are. less. I think we're going to be 50% You're more like attacking. grandma that's making us button up the, co- <laughs> the winter coat all the we're way gonna, to the top no, with man, the gloves and the scarf, man. <laughs> I can't Come even, on. Grandma, I can't move. <laughs> I know. Okay? No, I can't breathe. No, we're going to be more attacking. Uh, and I'm just, I, I just get a little worried. I get a little worried with the dumb rules around playoffs. Yeah. Um, so, and I know it's to preserve players' health, and it's to make sure people don't get hurt. Here's cetera, what I think we do, Steve. Here's what but I think we we're do: more aggressive, and we score early, and we take advantage of the disorganization that comes from um, that comes from Vancouver not really expecting that. No, here's what you do: you go first 15 minutes, okay, get out there, get after them, score a fucking yep. goal, and hey, if Vancouver even hints at a possible counterattack. Roldan, Svensson, Ozzy, whoever's playing defensive center mid, foul the shit out of them. Take your yellow. Take your yellow. And then we go, okay, whoa. We'll back it off. We'll back it off. Yeah. Roldan's sitting on a yellow. So that means a second yellow means he has to sit out the next match. Is that how card accumulation works in the playoffs? I think that's the same how it works. Just foul the hell out of them. Well, let's get to that round where you can sit out again. But don't let them. Take your yellow. Don't let them score. But we're going to get after them in the first 15 minutes. Hey, back line. That's who I want to see get get a forward, though, is rolled on. Like early in the season, like he was attacking, he was scoring goals, like, and he was. It looked good. I'd like to see that. <laughs> so that's where our, our, our midfield depth really helps us is our ability to foul. Well, no, yeah, it's, no, no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> I'll take it. I'm but just... that, that's sometimes it's you a tactic. Have to yeah. foul. No, I no if you're a team that's going to open up tactical foul, if you're yeah, if you're a team that's going to open up, if you look at even um, in the EPL, two of the top fouling teams in the EPL are Manchester City and Tottenham. Yep. <laughs> because Tottenham's trash, Tottenham's trash, Tottenham is yeah. a burning pile of trash. But they do that because it's, they know, like we just can't let, we're going to open up and the risk they run is by opening up, teams are going to counter them and they know, well, t- just foul, mm-hmm. just stop them and take turns doing it. You never see the yeah. same guy do it two, three times in a row. Like take a turn, somebody else foul. Which They're really why, good at it. Which is why I kind of wish that we had rolled on Ozzy and uh, Svensson healthy when we play they kind of are now well, sure yeah. but we, if we play rolled on at the central midfield spot mm. uh, that basically gives you three yeah. yellow cards to distribute amongst sure. them right yeah. yeah that triangle there where yeah. if you Ozzy Svensson hold yep. Roldan ahead of him I, I mean that's a pretty strong midfield Tis, oh my gosh that's a strong midfield and, and actually that's not Ladero and Vicrod or Jones that's or, not one of the combos ooh. we talked about but that no. would actually be a great combo as well yep. but that's a health issue right yeah I think that's a MLS final combo I do I think Ozzy Svensson Roldan all together uh, in a triangle midfield there it would be pretty fantastic. This game, by the way, uh, basically unwatchable. Oh, the Portland Houston. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've barely I'm enjoying watched. it because uh, people are just destroying each other. Well, it's like here I'm going to fall over. I'm going to. It's yeah. it's nil nil. It's disjointed. It's 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 awful awful. First leg. Does, soccer. does Caleb Porter really... not have his team ready? Ready? <laughs> I think this is the the greatest coach in the world. <sighs> So Houston's playing incredibly cautious because they don't want to surrender sure. the, the away goal, and Portland is 
honestly, this looks a lot like the game last night. Only I don't care about the results much. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't. We Fair. don't. We don't have a whole lot of time left. But do, does anybody want to give like a five word hot take on how the knockout rounds went? Oh yeah. Yeah. In the West, it was hot trash. In the East, well, West it was, was fine. Whoa. West hot was trash. fine. Uh, San Jose. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. San Jose got <laughs> shirts back on. Yeah. San Jose did what they did. They're like, you know what? You might like. We're gonna go out and just try to score. And if you beat us five six zero, all right. Goal differential isn't really all that important in the MLS. And they got beat five yeah. six zero. That yep. shit just doesn't work in the MLS knockout rounds. <laughs> San no, I, I, I garbage. I, I go back and forth about Stinky it. Like garbage. I'm, I'm kind of sick of MLS tweaking their playoff format, and I'm, yep. I also remain unsatisfied with it. Yep. I could do without the knockout rounds. Like I, if you want to incentivize the regular season and make teams play better and like make it matter, have four playoff spots, top yep. four, make it. The rest don't. Yeah, make it like college football playoffs, right? Yeah. And then I would do uh-huh. home away, home away, but whatever. It's. It's fine. That's so weird because I was so on board with the top four thing, and then you said make it like the college football. Class, <laughs> and I immediately it was like, oh no, bad, no. So, but bad. that's no, different because you don't earn yeah, a college football playoff. Somebody there. chooses. It's a fucking lottery. Yeah, fair. top four in the West, the top four lottery. in the East, home and away, home and away. Yeah, okay. it was well, just yep. It was fingernails on a chalkboard. Yeah. <laughs> After no. this Thursday's match, uh, there is a huge break. They don't play again until the twentieth. So, like you were saying, you why the break? Is that an international break? Uh, what's in what's international? Portugal. Needs I don't to, know what international football is because you're an American soccer fan. Are people yep. still playing internationally? Hey, I thought the season, season was over. over. Yeah, us fans of Nigeria. <laughs> season was over. Us fans of Nigeria who are going to the World Cup. We know. Hey, did you guys see that U17 World Cup final? That was actually pretty it. fun. That yeah, was crazy. That, was good. that was That was crazy. a really fun game. Oh and my hey, gosh. like, look, the future think, might not be too gloomy. Yeah, I think two of those guys uh, might make it at the pro level. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? It was still a fun game. It was Who, a really who's in the final? It was England and Spain. Spain oh, went okay. up 2-0, and England came storming back to win 5-2. Yep. Yeah. And then... Well, because they weren't playing the Germans. Yeah, and then as only 16- and 17-year-old boys can do, they started getting in fights for the last five minutes of the game. It was <laughs> awesome. Hockey. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a really fun game. It was some really good goals, too. Right yeah. on. Okay, so, so our last item up for bids. We have... There's something happening. <laughs> There's some soccer thing happening in the South Sound. Yeah. Um, so there the are a Tacoma lot of The Tacoma 253 region. Um, actually, it's been announced that uh, that the that the, the S2 team, the Sounders team, uh, that plays in the USL will be relocated to Cheney Stadium here in Tacoma, Washington. What? What? I know. It's so exciting. We've talked about, I don't know if we've talked about it a little bit, but details are starting to coalesce, and we're going to learn a lot more about that this week. Nate, Nate, I'm extremely disappointed in you. (laughs) I can't do the horn. I'm watching the game. Where are you? I'm I'm going to do it. (laughs) No, you're not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. We were told not to do that. Well, but we were told by the person that originally told us, but then I found out through other sources that it happened. So I think we're okay. By the time do you it, listen Steve, to this, do it. I'm just going to say, all I'm going to say for the record, undisclosed source. Uh, when you leak information to me, I keep it safe. Yeah, Continue, Steve. Right. No, that's fine. Uh, hey, undisclosed Whatever. sources. I don't have any friends, so I wouldn't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an event. All I'm saying is that there's a soccer celebration. Coming up at Doyle's Public House at 5 p.m. on November 1st, Wednesday, November 1st. That's all I know. Lots of secrets and surprises. Man. It could be an interesting event. It's going to be a very interesting event. All I know is it's happy hour. Uh, Doyle's doesn't really have a happy hour, but it's happy hour. And they're going to roll out their uh, new Doyle's tater tots. Pub has oh, said that so. that Tachos? we can be there and that we can be there with a camera. So we're going to have a live stream of us drinking beer at Doyle's Pub. Oh God, November it'll 1st. be exciting! Yeah, it's going to yeah. be oh. so hot. Woo-hoo! I'm going to fill my pockets with glitter so I can just start on people. That shit's going to break the internet. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I'm going to do be... it to Nate Bowling. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. And oh, it's going to be like in his and just run. I will knife you in front of witnesses. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's going to be on a live stream. So I feel like we could go viral. And then I'll be famous. <laughs> 
my goal is still to one day walk into Nate Bowling's classroom right in the middle of a test and just throw candy everywhere, just all over the classroom and watch the kids scattered. Oh, yeah. Just watch the kids scatter. I'm not sure what I did to bring on the scorn of the table, (laughs) but I wish both you MFers would. You will catch hands. So I think you what you did was you shat on my leak. Oh, so. you did kind of. What? Can you I, did kind of. Can I just make an announcement <laughs> before we go that I would just like to say my goalkeeper for my girls team at Lincoln High School is the greatest keeper alive. These stats are actually pretty we need amazing. To talk about this girl. So, yep. Allie Brooks. And we can call her girl because she's actually a girl. Yeah. Okay. Allie Brooks, senior at Lincoln High School, about to graduate. What, what, what? So she faced 200 shots on target this Ooh, year. 200. By the way, you need to talk to your defense about that. 200 shots on target. How many matches? Well, yes, obviously. Uh, we 15. I watched a half. Uh, unfortunately, that's all I could do this year. No, so they, they gave up about but 12 shots. To but be fair, was when we're phenomenal. facing teams like no, Bonnie Lake and Stadium, stadium of course, we're going to get hella shots on target. Yeah. yeah. So the average is going to be so unrealistically high. We're burying so, the lead here. What was the yeah. stat? Out of so 200 shots. out of shots. 200, she saved 75.3 of those. Fudge. That's amazing. Wait, wait, wait. Out of 200 shots, she saved 75 of them? No, 75.3%. 75%. Oh. Holy sh... That's... Is that... So is that... Tim, she's taking like 12 shots a game. She's getting like nine saves a game. How does that... Like nine saves a game. That's, that's ridiculous. In like an 80-minute game, by the yeah. way. Yeah. That's not even a 90-minute game. Yeah. game. She's getting one save in every nine minutes. That's ridiculous. There are currently two balls on the field in the Houston-Portland game. (laughs) (laughs) This game is stupid. 55th minute. This is not an advertisement for MLS playoffs. Liam Ridgewell is awful and ugly. That's some great gamesmanship, though. If 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 you're ever listening to this podcast and you happen to be playing pro... And the ball goes out of bounds. Kick it off the scoreboard. It'll bounce back halfway out of the field, and it'll kill time. Nice. So. But hey, management, game management. But hey, shout yep. out to Ali. Yep. Yeah, so kid's I'm amazing. Saying, like David DeHale last year saved 77 percent of his goals. I mean, and those that, that's a lot more games, and obviously yeah. he's a professional. No, that's a high with, percentage. No, a high school that's keeper. Huge. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. face 200 shots is the number I'm seventeen. Seventeen year old girl. Yeah, saving. That's Josh, pretty amazing. Right well, and honestly, and, and you know what? She's an awesome kid. I was too. gonna say better she person is, than any of us. She oh. is an incredible human being. Yep. Great parents. Yep. Nice job, Tony. That's dad. And Lenore. <laughs> That's mom. Tony and Lenore. Nice. All right. <laughs> well, we got all this great news. This is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that we need to talk about, Kevin? Um, anything else that we need to talk about? Stranger Things Two is out. Poor Watch mistakes. it. That shit's awesome. Love that show. Um, you know what? Great binge watch. Show is good that I just started watching The Good Doctor. Oh, nice. Oh, all right. I'll give that a shot. Oh, yeah. If you haven't watched the latest episode of Blackish, too, that's pretty damn funny. The Monopoly yeah. they play, that's solid. I'd give that a watch. Um, no more House of Cards because Kevin Spacey's oh. a creep. Yeah. Oh. What the heck? Like, that what's that about? Is Kevin Spacey one of those uh, 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 pedophiles? Dude. He he is in, he is also holding he Portland's on the counter. He he made advances to a fourteen year old boy. But then tried 30 to years but ago. then tried to like play it. I don't know. I don't tried to play it off like I don't remember. By the I don't way, remember, I'm a gay I don't remember. I remember the party because I was drunk off my ass. But I I don't know if anything happened. Yeah, yeah. she's like I don't remember happening. I'm sorry if it did. I'm gay. Like, yeah, what? It's but like I, you can't be like, I oh, I had... diddled in some pedophilia. P.S. I'm gay, so it's but, that's so bigger on, news. Hold on, or him saying he's gay is the is the equivalent, and that's of the... a magician throwing that that ball of smoke and disappearing out of the back. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly okay. right. But then he's still standing there after the smoke is gone. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Like, Twitter always wins. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a tweet today that said fictitious presidents get held to higher standard for sexual assault than actual presidents do. Bum bum. That's not because they canceled House of Cards. Yep, God, all right, unreal. That's okay. That shit fell off the rails a season ago. Oh, several seasons ago. Three seasons ago. Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight, Kevin. (laughs) Goodnight, Cat. I can't believe I walked into that. (laughs) Say goodnight, Nathan. You don't listen to the show, apparently. (laughs) We do this shit every week. And who is this? Say hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. (laughs) That's that's you, Tim. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's me, Tim. <laughs> hey, uh, the fun I, half of the show. I'm if our listeners have like a tenth of the fun we have, this man, show should go global. I hope so. I hope so. But seriously, do come to Doyle's Pub on November 1st. It's a great place to drink beer and watch things that happen about soccer. Uh, Jameson. They do serve Jameson. They have a nice Pinot Gris by the bottle. Yep. If you drink. By the can? By the box. <laughs> if you drink the last shot of a bottle of Jameson but at Doyle's Pub, you get to write your name on the bottle with a Sharpie and your phone number, and a stranger will call you if you win the drawing, and you may actually qualify for a trip to Ireland. And if you're Cat and I, you might draw like other anatomical parts on the bottle yeah. too. I've already right. been to Ireland like five times. So. That's pretty bad. You might to be a one-upper. Summer, didn't you? <laughs> I did go the summer. Yep. Non-humble I saw bread. you leaning over to kiss the Blarney Stone. I did do that. Wow. Actually, I didn't on your actually. I didn't actually kiss it because I couldn't reach. But also, you could follow me on Instagram because my legs look super great in that picture. <laughs> right on. Make it happen. Oh, here Make comes. it happen. Love it. Say goodnight, Nathan. Good night, Nathan. Good night, Catherine. Good night, Nathan. Good night, Nathan. Good night, John Boy. Good night, John. Or is it Pony? Good night, Pony Boy. Good night, Stay Golden Pony Boy. Oh, here comes Sanchez. All right. His his. So we will be back on next. We'll be recording next Monday again, uh, hopefully with positive results from our Thursday match. And uh, we will be live streaming Wednesday. Uh, so look for us on Facebook uh, when you record. When you hear this, it'll be Wednesday morning. So look for us on Facebook uh, and twi- actually look for us on Twitter at uh, Flounders B Team. And we will have a link to whatever method and means we're using to live stream a video feed of the events at Doyle's Pub. Okay? Steve, you got to end this before the dogs chew through the wires down there, man. <laughs> it is going a little bit. Nuts. I don't think they're chewing. I think they're screwing. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, friends, I have been Steve Kettleson, uh, along with Cat Peterson, Nate Bowling, Tim Hamilton, and Kevin Zamira, and you are listening to the Flounders B-Team Cod Podcast. Thank you so much. Deuces. Ham. Bark, bark, bark. This is Channel 253. Would you guys please stop? (laughs) (laughs) It's delicious. It's peanut butter.